Ah-woo! Welcome back to the Howling Fan. It's been a couple years. Yeah, I think my last episode was something about, like, Infinity War, which, uh, Endgame had already coming out. Uh, lifestyle changes, I guess. Not too big of a deal. So we're back. My job added long drives back into the mix. So this helps get that nerd out. These lovely conversations. Um, fortunately, as a lot of people know, some of these best conversations go unrecorded, which stinks. But I know there are people out there that like hearing these things and listening to them. Let's go. What's going on in the uh, entertainment world? We can start somewhere easy. Let's start somewhere with the MCU. So as of right now, what is today? February 3rd, which is my grandmother's birthday. She passed away a couple of years ago. Loved her very much. She spoiled me rotten. Uh, side note, you ever kind of notice that grandparents latch on to one grandchild? And then, it, funny, it's uh, they treat them a little better than the other ones. And they're not afraid to show it. They'll never say it, but they're not afraid to show it. Anyway, that was kind of my, my Grammy. It was my mom's mom. Juanita Dye. Juanita, not a Hispanic bone in her body. Uh, just, just pales could be with red hair. Anyway, uh, I digress. So happy birthday, Grammy. Uh, let's get back to the MCU. What are they doing? So as of right now, February 3rd, 2021. It's 2020, the sequel. We have WandaVision. We're on our fourth episode. So... Uh, spoiler, spoiler alert. So MCU, with all of this COVID madness and lockdowns and this and that, theaters have been um, all but obliterated. Uh, there's, you know, the, the, a lot of them are collapsing. So a lot of stuff is streaming. Uh, Disney Plus has been doing a pretty good job. They did a fantastic job with Mandalorian, and they're trying to continue to do so with WandaVision. And we have. Uh, Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen, who are some of the best actors in the MCU. Elizabeth Olsen is super underrated. And even as a character of Scarlet Witch, she is, you know, I guess there's different versions. But the one I remember when I was more uh, reading comics, more into reading comics, is she is one of the most powerful characters in the Marvel world. She changes... Uh, she can alter reality. Um, I know that it hasn't always been... She hasn't always been that powerful, but I know that it is an iteration of her. Um, she also is the daughter of Magneto. And Quicksilver is her brother. Um, I'm I'm not entirely sure. I think they did some deal. I th- I'd be stretching. Maybe it was the in the, just in the Ultimates, which was a kind of different version of the Marvel world and the Avengers, or they were part of the Brotherhood. But I know for uh, you know a long time they were in the Avengers, and then, um, but for the the movie's sake, because they were both mutants, obviously being the children of Magneto, and they were in the Avengers, they were shared by both studios, by Fox and the X Men that had the X-Men and Fantastic Four and by, you know, Disney who or Disney who bought 
Marvel and a majority of its characters. So, um, that ended up, that's why we have two Quicksilvers. And what was it? Aaron Taylor Johnson played the one in the MCU, who is a fantastic actor. And then we had um, Evan Peters, who played him in the X-Men Fox world, who's also a, a fantastic actor. And he is supposed to be, uh, I guess he's in the, the cast list for WandaVision, which should be pretty cool to see. So we'll see. I mean, we'll, we don't, obviously we don't know. Uh, again, spoiler alert, the four of us, Wanda has had twins, uh, seemingly over the period of she got you know, pregnant and then had twins in a couple days. And, um, so we'll see if he plays a version of Quicksilver that maybe she brings back to life. I mean, as we know, Vision is in the show, but he died at the end of Infinity War. The stone was, uh, taken out of his head that gave him life. And, um, the implications of that have caused... We're, we're seeing it now finally in the fourth it took a little while to get there kind of the end of the third episode and uh, more so that it kind of had a, a theory or most people thought that it was Wanda doing a lot of this stuff and sure enough it was it's kind of confirmed in the fourth episode that she is creating this alternate reality for her envision to exist in that kind of skips through uh, ages and eras of popular television. So we have uh, Evan Peters showing up later, pretty cool, in Quicksilver. And then we have um, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany, who hadn't really begin, uh, been given their fair shake of screen time, which is hard because the MCU and the Avengers, even at, or the Avengers and the MCU at large, have such a large cast. It's hard. To, there's so much. So many people that you, you only have so much screen time, even with those movies being three hours plus. There's only so much, you know, only so much you can do. And uh, thankfully, they're given a little bit more to chew on, even comedically. They're both very funny people, uh, fantastic actors. Um, I'm, I'm glad that we have the show, uh, definitely a little different. So so far the show's gone from I believe the 50s, 60s, and 70s different eras and it seems like that the first episode the 50s was very I Love Lucy and the 60s episode was a little more um, I Dream of Genie or Bewitched and I'm not entirely positive if that's when those eras you know, they match up you know, or when they took, I mean, I was around the same time. And then 70s felt a little bit um, Brady Bunch or Partridge Family, I guess, but it, it didn't have the as large of a, as a cast as either of those shows. And again, I didn't grow up then, so I'm not super sure, just in what I had seen feels very familiar. So we have that looking very promising. I hope there's more. There's been lots of little tidbits little easter eggs from what they've shown and now sword which is from what i remember i could be totally wrong was a version of shield because obviously shield kind of went down the tubes when it was pretty much hydra and uh sword has taken over it's something about um sentient 
weapons, something like that, which would, you know, which is, you could say, you know, the super-powered people. And then we have some people involved. We have, was it, uh, Kat Dennings from the Thor movies has played actually fairly large role just in this last episode and then also the detective or the police officer from uh, the Ant-Man movies the guy that does the the magic tricks and who's actually pretty funny and uh, but I do not recall his name and he plays a significant role in this last one and then we learned that um, one of the actresses that shows up in the second one is uh, Monica Rambeau who plays a version of Captain Marvel, which is very cool. Um, in my opinion, it, it, I mean, the movie made a lot of money. The first, we're talking about the first Captain Marvel. I just, you know, I'm not a huge Brie Larson fan. You know, it's just when you, I don't know, we don't have to get into it, but it's you're just so negative toward a lot of your your audience, and you're cutting people out. It's this weird thing that we've we've been doing the last however many years where. It's like you're where you're, people try to be inclusive by being exclusive, where they don't want certain people to be around them, so they end up, you know, ostracizing them. And it, it's not a, in my opinion, it's not a a very um, heartwarming, isn't it? Or joining, or I don't even, I don't know the right word for it. It's not a very inclusive thing for an audience, especially something like Disney, where you're trying to be, you know, one for all, which could get me in a whole other Mandalorian conversation with Pedro Pascal and um, Gina Carano, who have kind of opposite uh, ways of dealing with the fan base. Pedro Pascal seemingly just doesn't, you know, he dislikes half and has made it very clear with, you know, politic type of stuff. And Gina Carano is, much as she's being labeled a lot of these things, you know, transphobe and, you know, this... Uh, she'll get you know the Nazi and fascist, just which have just become terms with I disagree with you, so you must be you know X Y and Z hateful terms, and she really hasn't said too many things that were pro conservative. If she is or not, I mean you don't really know because she hasn't really said them. She just seems to be very friendly toward the fan base, which which is fantastic. Anyway, I digress. We're getting back toward. Um, let's go back to Wandavision. So we have. Uh, a couple of these people so far, great cinematic. It feels it's starting to really feel like the MCU movie and the movies. It didn't at first. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes. The very early on, uh, I think we had a character that came through and popped up, and they explained him a little bit later, where he was in a radiation suit and he crawls through and he gets into this this town that Wanda created, and he pops up in the sewer after he gets in, and he's in a beekeeper. And my first instinct was swarm. Um, he's, you know, a, a Marvel villain, and he's had, I think, kind of different versions throughout the ages. Uh, another person that has been nice, she's always funny, was, um, I just remember as Kitty. I know she, she, that's not the actress's name, but Kitty from that 70s show she's in, and she, she's fantastic. So definitely recommend, recommend checking it out. So as a, as a grander picture, I guess we're going to be talking about... I may do it just on the next episode here. So I got the WandaVision stuff out of the way, which, again, I recommend. It's a little slow. Uh, it, it took its sweet time to get to that point of it, but it's still entertaining. Fantastic actors involved. Definitely give it a shot. Um, is where 
the MCU is heading because we are in the middle of what? I want to say phase three, right? The end of phase one was Avengers. And then so the all the Infinity Saga was the end of phase two, I believe. So uh, right after this episode, let's go ahead and uh, we'll jump into maybe the direction of it and the characters and uh, the, the possibilities that go on. Anyway, uh, thank you for checking me out. This is the Howling Fan over here in Houston, Texas. All right, uh, y'all stay howling.